Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Two people talking on the internet with each other, with our headphones and microphones in rooms that are a little bit too hot, so we may lose our thread a bit. Um, my name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. Today we're going to talk about language. Huh? Language. Language. Languages. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I'm surprised we haven't done this as a subject before. Because it seems like one that, you know, I certainly wouldn't want to talk about. So we're going to talk about Ruby, Python, <laughs> JavaScript. <laughs> oh, the hilarity, no the hilarity. programming That's languages. That's a very interesting point, though. Now oh, I'm going to make it in the episode. We think in our language, don't we? It sort of changes the way you think a little bit. And you do notice that people that speak different languages tend to have a different sort of way of looking at the world. Yep. More so than people that are just from different places. Um, speaking lots of different languages, interesting. How many have you got? 75. No, I haven't. 75 now languages. I'm, there's lots of Balkan jokes because if you speak if you speak whatever they used to call Serbo-Croat or Croatians, so Croatian, Bosnian, Serbian, Montenegrin, but they're all pretty much the same. Uh, mm. But I also am very comfortable with German and I mm. have sort of, you know... Travelers Spanish and Travelers Italian. And my mm. French is terrible. So I never got taught it. And I'm always really embarrassed because of all the countries in the world to not speak the language. I think France is the most tutted. Oh, this foreigner who can't speak French. It's like, I'm sorry, but I can talk to you in German, German, anyone? Uh, so Ivanka's got lots of languages. I've just got mostly English and sort of some school French and German and uh, school French and English, uh, Spanish. And then just, you know, just been having a go at the... Uh, I, I was in German for a bit, but my Deutsch is not terrible but not good enough for me to be brave enough to try and have a conversation in it. Uh, but anyway, so we'll just talk about what's the what? nature of language kind of conversation, isn't it? It is. That it's sort like, of thing. What? What? Why is it such a big deal, this language business? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? anything else Ivanka briefly give us a little <laughs> nugget about you about your personal reality briefly yeah. oh god <laughs> this <laughs> week we've been reading the big friendly giant the child has finally uh, graduated to books with no pictures yeah it's exciting so I sh- might That's be saying human being a lot human being and sickable and, and language. Disgusterous or whatever. All that Snoz sort of stuff. Roll dal. Yeah, roll dal. Dalisms. Twee dalisms. There you go, that'll do you. That's brief, innit? That's, I mean, that's brief and there's brief. Okay, <laughs> other things I've done, <laughs> other things that make me happy are. I don't know what else makes me happy. Anything making you angry? Uh, just the general climate apocalypse. <laughs> that makes me angry every day. And more and what about more. Boris Johnson. That is just a fucking. I give up. I give up. Do you know how that thing was just an SEO yeah. thing, wasn't it? It was just an SEO strategy. I'm going to talk about buses so that all my 350 million yeah, pound yeah, bus yeah. things go off Buffs, the Google yeah. homepage. Absolutely. He's a diabolical human being. 
the Tory party are diabolical human beings. Mm. And I wish upon them some bad dreams from the BFG. (laughs) Bad dreams would be a good start. (laughs) Oh, that was the big offer the negative column this week. Not, not particularly environmentally related in Hungary they've put the academic institution that decides where they're investing their research money under the control of the government so okay well, not, was it not scientists so not scientists going we are the academy of science we are clever and have studied mm-hmm. this stuff and we know where we should be looking and what we should be doing and I know we you and I have discussed this isn't it's not really neutral but it can pretend to be interested in science for science sake whereas if it's under government control it will inevitably be guided by policy and the current policy is not very shall we say progressive oh well one less country doing useful science then i suppose luckily hopefully india's gonna come through with some cool stuff Lot all the cool stuff pretty soon, so we won't need them. Then we can but, all just um, relax. Mm. <laughs> How was your week, Michael? Thank you. How are you? Thank you. Uh, this is the end of my first week of freedom. I, as I, yeah, I've, I think some things are ahead of schedule, like my explorations into the new Mac, fe- the new Apple features, and some things are behind schedule, like my YouTube video, because unfortunately, when you don't have a really tight, when you have a bit more time, it's the perfectionism can really seep in and you're like, is this just rubbish? Should I just start again? Am I going to spend yet another day this week on this thing that I just wouldn't be able to do if I didn't have it? But I've been, I've been having some, uh, I just I have not managed to finish this video. But I, um, I did have a good first chat with um, this person that wanted to do some stuff with Blank State, and that was good, and he seems very, you know, on it, very smart. Um, so and we're thinking Marvelous. about doing some sort of um, like interactive. Well, he brought up brought up Nikki Case and the sort of interactive explainer type thing. Um, so I think we're going to try and do something like that. Um, and then yeah, so so I'm but I, I'm I'm feeling good about how it's going so far. And the, and yeah, just speaking of Apple, I did. Uh, I was just looking into you know my hard disk space was running out, and I was just looking at like, can you upgrade the SSD on this thing? And it was like, no, it's all just soldered to the motherboard now. And to replace the hard drive, you've got to replace the entire motherboard. And just, I, I really think these non-upgradable Macs that Apple are now just now that everything's just non-upgradable, I think it's just an absolute disgrace, and it's just making me more and more cross every time I think about it. Like they've got to, this has got to change. It's not acceptable. At least that new Mac Pro has got proper bloody PCI slots again. It's not just some completely like, you know, a dustbin thing. But yeah, Apple, sort your lives out. Not going to humor you much longer. However, Swift UI, I think they've really, I think they've knocked it out of the park. And they've finally done something I've been waiting, we've needed for years and years. I'm not going to talk about that. But you can write user interfaces in code instead of clicking on things and dragging things around now, officially, which is a fucking revelation. We're Happy talking days. about language. We are. We're talking about language in language. So immediately, yeah. it's going to be a limited, limited how much we can... How can you talk about language, using language? Aren't you 
implicitly constrained. Um, where do we? Where do you want to start? Well, I was going to start. I've been thinking about this quite a lot over the last few weeks because of our residents here in Croatia land where the husband and the child are both learning the language um, mm. and and I'm remi- I keep thinking about this uh, TED talk I saw ages ago which is by a woman called Lera Boroditsky and it's called mm. How Language Shapes the Way We Think and yeah. uh, because and the reason I've been thinking about her is because in English as a as a parent person I'm constantly talking to my child telling my child not to do that because it's not kind don't do that it's not kind oh that was a very kind thing you just did that was mm. it's nice to share oh good kind I also teach her the British when speaking English um, I use a lot more please and thank you than I do when I'm speaking Croatian so I find that mm-hmm. my child I think in general Croats don't use pleases and thank yous and sorries as much um, mm. I've got um, a and I can't really pick a word that really really means what I think kind means <laughs> I don't know mm. what that says about the Balkans it's a problem isn't it? um, it's a problem I've had a few cho- you know a few chats with a few people and they talk about you know there's a couple of words that kind of mean nice or even don't do that that's not beautiful behavior but that seems very passive and descriptive mm. whereas mm. kind is a more active it's yeah. so like when people, when the English say nice, you know, you get all oh, nice biscuits. It's nice. Mm. nice. My dad used yeah. to go, eh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It's was like your dad poor at? He was, yeah. Um, it's a Slav accent. Explains a lot. does, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but I yeah. just said that. I was thinking about the fact that whenever you do a, a Croat, English, because what my daughter has started doing is saying English words with a Croatian accent just for a laugh mm. and going, Lovely. Memory. <laughs> Memory. Okay. But she also, to tell me to move out of the way, she doesn't go, Excuse me, mummy. She's quite a polite English kid. Croatian, she just goes, Maknise, which is like, move. <laughs> like, which. Well, that's, that's, one thing I, that's one thing I found, like, you know, when you're just like in public as an English person, like one of the word, the words you use the most, oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry, excuse me. And then like going to Germany and just realising, I'm like, what's, how do you do that in German? It's like, it's fucking Entschuldigung. It's like four syllables. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, sort it out, sort your language out. And like, you can sort of drop the end, like Schuldigung. It's like, still, come on. Can't yeah, be yeah. saying that the whole time. Yeah. So with, I'm just going to have to be ruder. So, it's true. Same with Croatian. It's like, <laughs> if you're, if, you know, say excuse me or I'm sorry, you say, it's like, it's an essay. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. You don't need that. Um, uh, but you so can just say please, please. You can use please. You can do that in German as well as a shorthand. Mm. You can just, oh, you could just go, you know, please, bitter. please, please, bitter, bitter. Molim, mm. molim, and then. Mm. Uh, but anyway, people. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. so I've been enjoying the cultural difference. Or, or so so the reason I thought about this TED talk was one of the things this woman was talking about. She'd studied a particular Aboriginal tribe, and they don't talk about they talk they don't talk about left or right. They talk about south, southeast, south, southwest, north, mm. northeast. And because they, and if they, if they ask you how you are, if you ask somebody, hello, how are you? you your answer needs to be, ah, oh, north, northeast, or whatever. I'm misremembering the details, but it's about direction. And the yeah. fact that they use uh, 
north, south, east, west to describe everything mm-hmm. uh, means that they are actually much better at orientating themselves. So they always know where north and south it are. Okay. Because right. from your very from the moment you were born and started talking, you had to answer in north, south, east, west. So therefore, yeah. you have a very strongly developed sense of direction, which humans aren't meant to have. We're not meant to have an instinctive, you know, like we haven't got magnets that point to the North Pole or something. This was her. I'm... Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I've got a reasonable sense of direction. I think a stereotype-defying sense of direction, you'll find. I am. Um, I, I, I meant that I've got magnets. But, oh, uh, I have a terrifying. <laughs> I am very. I, it's very easy for me to get turned around. Like uh, before oh, GPS, really? I just got lost every day. <laughs> Well, I'm the, I'm actually quite good at knowing where, how to get places and stuff. Um, I say, so that I found very interesting. And then she talked about, you know, there were other examples of how, let's say in German, a bridge is feminine. In Spanish, it's masculine. So Germans will describe, but it might be the other way around. What is a bridge? I can't remember now. Brücke. Brücke. So it's like... Eine Brücke, so, that's feminine, So it's right? like, uh, fe- so it's like when you're describing a, a bridge in German, it'll, you'll use words like elegant and mm. beautiful whereas if in spanish you'll then attribute m- typically masculine uh, so it's strong and it's big yeah. um and that kind of thing so it's like um, spanish for bridge i can't remember now uh, well i've got to know so bridge in spanish because i learned it puente Anyway, so the point of this whole thing was how it makes you different. And then I was thinking about the fact that... Cause, and then there's saying, like, you know, the more languages you speak, the more souls you have, and all this kind of thing that... I, so one of the things I've been... Spe- you rushed that out. The more souls you have. Yeah, like... Yeah, well, that's... Essentially, ex- like, you're, you're different people. Yeah. And I think that's, you know pretty fair to say <laughs> you know like but I think that's why it can be it's quite you know why life for for a migrant or somebody who's bicultural or multicultural you know it can mm. be like the 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 some of these things don't sit comfortably with each other so you they kind of separate identities because if you're terribly pro- I do I do bring to Croatia my very polite excuse me do you mind can mm. I please would you mind passing me but a typical yeah. Croatian interaction like in the shop this woman said oh, excuse, can I have uh, that slice of that that loaf of bread and the shopkeeper passes it to her and this woman picks up the bread and she just walks and this is like a this is not like anyway she just goes not being funny but I could smack somebody over the head with this and hands it back <laughs> she didn't say she didn't say excuse me i, I think this bread's a bit old i you know i'm, I'm not gonna buy it if you don't mm. mind terribly i'm terribly sorry which would be your english kind of a even if in probably in england you'd mm. buy it and throw it away rather than giving it it's back racist <laughs> it's true though <laughs> I don't want to create a fuss no sorry anyway I bought this bread I, I'll just I, don't worry don't worry I'll make bread and butter pudding it'll be fine um, yeah. but, the, but there or this woman I, the people just talked they're just more aggressive and the language is more aggressive I think but you mm. know this kind of like I don't think it's particularly the language and there's probably loads of Balkaneers out there that might go you're being racist but let's face it <laughs> It is a more aggressive part of the world, um, and I think that's reflected in the language. And when you start doing being all pleasy and thank you, people respond yeah. differently to you. 
But you also have to be prepared mm. to go, Madam, please do not speak to me like that. <laughs> As they go, tie your dog up. Excuse me? <laughs> There's got to be something a bit liberating about not having to... Be manners. ...really it up all the time. Just oh, go, it's a joy. Fact, statement, direct. <laughs> like, like, we're not mucking about here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind a bit of that sometimes. Well, well, let's not beat around the bush, so to speak. If you got a favourite language? Because <laughs> that's a good question with a lot of depth to it. <laughs> oh, I've got a favourite language. Well, I think unlike programming languages, I think it's not like that. Don't well, I, I, you say that, but I um, I, like I got into this uh, Pimsleur approach, learning things for my German, and I, I sort of dipped into, and I, I just found it so beneficial for like picking up a language that because it's all about like repetition and saying things and just saying normal stuff over and over again um which after like a year of like months of studying a textbook and all that kind of thing i still didn't feel like if someone said how's it going i would have a clue uh, you know i wouldn't have it at the Handy. tip of my tongue yeah so um but as part of that, I thought, well, let's try some other ones. So I tried a bit of Chinese, I tried Japanese and uh, like Italian as well. And um, the Italian, I just really love the Italian. Like it's just it just seemed to me to just be a more concisely and elegantly designed language than the other ones that I tried. <laughs> like even French and like even some of the Latin languages, like it just and I it just kind of gave me it was like like a, a favorite programming language situation it was like this is sort of like ruby to like other you know java england's english's java or something like um it's uh it just seems like it seems efficient and sort of elegant in a way that it's not like this hodgepodge like english which is just so many different things thrown into this this cauldron or like german to me feels like it's sort of like they they've They've sort of had a very particular... They've gone too far down, like, this really awkward route. And then there's all this complete stuff that you just can't guess at, like the articles and things like that. So you learn nouns, but then if you don't learn the article, you haven't actually learned the noun. Like, you need to remember to learn the D or, you know, DAS, all that stuff as well, which you just don't in other languages I've tried to learn. Um, but, yeah, like Italian. I, and I, I need to get back into learning it because every time... With the, in Italy and everyone's speaking Italian, I'm like, I really need to do that bloody pimps. That's hard. So yeah, I I, I I ask because I that that is kind of my answer to that question. And I had this theory that maybe it's like a newer language than a lot of them, but I don't know. If, uh, no one has ever confirmed that for me. So I think maybe what, it's Italian? Just my perception of it. Yeah. But it's like post-Latin, isn't it? Or like post-Roman Empire. Po you know, it's like. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed like maybe it had been kind of come up with more recently. But if you think about how Italian shapes, you know, sort of how language changes behaviour and shapes the way you are, um, you know, Italian's much more sing-song. You know, like the rhythm mm. of it is much more. It's it's more I don't know dancey, musicy. You know, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's much more happy. I think. You know, my yeah. I grew up in a house. German where just my all sounds like swearing. Well, yeah. My mum and dad spoke German to each other. That was their yeah. common language. And there yeah. was many a time when my brother and I would go, Mummy and Daddy, stop arguing with each other. And they'd be like going, uh, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> Shh, 
don't talk stupid. <laughs> we used to. Do you know that's a that's a funny thing. I always, you know, when I ever th I think about like parents like swearing in front of their children because we can talk about bad language here as well, but it overlaps in that. Like what what in my childhood, I guess whenever they wanted to, they just would speak in German if they wanted to say something away from the kids, sort of thing. So oh, I'm sure all the sort of gross sex stories and like, swearing was done in German, and we were none the wiser. So we know. So like swearing was always much more of a shock to my, me, I think, as I got older because I just hadn't really experienced it at home. I think if they needed to kind of like talk about something, it would just be like switch languages. Well, my parents definitely did that, the, mm. the switching languages thing, for sure. Because when they met, they only spoke... They, German was literally their common language and then they learned each right. other's languages. As, but they, re they almost never spoke to each other. Their natural response was to speak to each other in German. But mm. they, uh, they definitely, if they wanted to hide something from us, which is why I ended up learning German, because I don't like it when I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't actively learn it. I picked it up as a child, uh, just out of pure mm. nosiness or curiosity or whatever, or big earsness, mm. as my mum would yeah. very lovingly tell me. Big um, earsness. Big ear. Oh, oi, big ears. Off you, you know. <laughs> um, it took him a while to realise that I actually had picked up German. <laughs> <laughs> then, but going back to the what's your favourite language? Mm. There's also uh, some languages. Some sounds are really fun to say. Like there's loads of Spanish right. words that are just in Italian. They're just like you know, like I was teasing about the oh che bella bambina. You know that sort of like oh da boo da boo. You know, <laughs> it's just yeah. nice. And when you when you can say them and use them in a sentence appropriately in context, it's like hey, check me. I've got a. <laughs> I just said I just said the right thing at the right time. But I um but I'm not as obsessed with the, you know, where you said about the der didas and all that business. German. Yeah. I don't. I, I. I am. My focus with language learning. I've never really properly book learned a language. I've picked mm -hmm. them up as a result of circumstance, and yeah. and I'm not sure that I'm very good at learning languages in a follow the you know chapter one. How do, how do you do? But um. Yeah, but who is no, no. <laughs> well I, it's not a, i'm just saying that i've never i, I it's not really but yeah, then i don't it, care it? about the grammar i care well, about being understood well that's the difference between you and me it i don't know i i i am that i'm i would i the, the, you know the reason i'm not going to speak german is because i want to get it i want to get it right and i don't know that that's one of my dad's stories is telling you know about them overhearing me in my cot when I was thought I was on my own just practicing speaking like practicing how to say things and like I didn't talk until I came out with a full sentence like would you mind not throwing me so high father or, I don't know something like that but um so I, I don't know if it's like a perfectionism or a narcissism that I just don't feel like I want to be want to talk in a language if I can't like nail it um, but for me, it's like it's important to that precision is really important to me. Like yeah. I need to know the rules before I break them. Certainly, <laughs> like when it comes to language, I am the absolute opposite of that. <laughs> I want I want to make people. I really what I want to do is I really enjoy making people laugh. If I don't, you know, like just that sort of. Not like I'm a in a comedian way, but like just I don't know. I just like to I just like talking to people. 
that is really it. <laughs> and, and I think for most people, it's like watching my daughter now start to speak Croatian because she's been around it all her life. She responds appropriately in English to Croatian and has done for her whole life, but mm -hmm. has never really wanted to speak it. And there's a few people around here and a lot of people here understand English. So she hasn't had to. And she's really, let, you know, why would you? Why would I? Yeah. Why would I speak mm. pidgin Croatian when I can speak proper English? And then, yeah. but the, we've got a family friend who really doesn't speak English and she knows she doesn't. And so she's starting to speak to her properly. But she's basically stringing sentences together, four or five words that are just the word, you know, noun, verb. So, yeah. you know, and it's like, then they're, they're not correct. There's, I mean, yeah. Croatian's got seven cases, but mm. you can understand what she's trying to say. And yeah. that's really all. And then as soon as you start getting a response, as soon as you start conversing, your spoken language will improve. There's no... Of course, of course. Uh, I mean, the situations I've been in has tended to be where the other person can speak English anyway. So yeah. probably better Doesn't than I'm able to speak German. So it's like, I, I would rather just like not look stupid and talk English. <laughs> But if we can communicate it... like obviously if it is a obviously if it is no i think when someone doesn't speak the language it, it can seem like they're not that bright like it's just a fact you know i think it's not very fair like if you if you're struggling for the vocabulary words like you're just you just don't you can't participate but if this is your second third fourth language yeah, yeah no but if I'm, I'm talking about you know someone in like in an off if you're in an office trying to sort of get something done and someone doesn't really even have this enough vocabulary to participate it's frustrating even if they're the smartest person in the world like you need the language to be able to, to get anywhere yeah but i think the um i mean obviously uh the with the heat at the moment neither of our vocabularies <laughs> our abilities to string sentences together at our best i hope we don't sound too stupid but the um but if you're just like like when we were doing that motorcycle trip and we were in south america yeah. we did we got into Mexico and we did two weeks living with a Mexican family and go, we went to school for a, a week um, to learn Spanish. And obviously we were kind of getting along, bumbling along quite well. And then we left the family and like the first restaurant we got to and we were ordering some food. And it's like, uh, <laughs> Nick, how would you say it again? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> what? Because you've got to tune your ears in as well. And you've got to mm. like, yeah, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. even be listening to the language and to pick out the words that you do know or might know or how they might hang together and but you know you can't really travel south america without spanish so the more you just walk in and go hola and then style it out like my spanish got quite good by the end of it because we just go for it i think One of the things I think we didn't cover when we talked about countries and nationalisms and stuff is how much when you don't understand a language and what people are talking about, how alienating and upsetting that can feel. Yeah, and just generally stressful, just coming back and not having to be worried about ordering in a restaurant in German. 
Like, it was such a, like, after a year of just always being, oh, God, I've got to try, they might talk German, and I might have to do it. And then just being, I can just go into a shop and that's not a problem anymore. It was just such a relief and just made me, I certainly appreciated that for a few months. I was like, ah, it's one less thing to worry about. (laughs) My worst place for trying to make myself understood was China, because I backpacked Mm. in China for a couple of months when I finished uni with my mate Paul. And... The most disastrous meal we had on the... Because you don't... You, I, you know, it, it, my, Chinese I just struggled with enormously. Mm. I'd say something, the people would correct me. I wouldn't even hear... I couldn't even hear the correction. <laughs> like, well, yeah. that's just what I said. That's what I just said. Um, but, you know, I learned thank you and I got very good at sign language conversations. And yeah. uh, then... And then we had this phrase book and uh, what we were trying to say was whatever you bring us, we don't want any dog and we don't want any rock because we were in an area yeah. that apparently does serve dog. We were like, I don't, don't want dog and I don't want noodles. <laughs> we got some sort of noodle thing. So <laughs> none, none of us ate it. We were like, no. But, you know, it's just so, you feel like such an, I want the, either you're scared, I think, either it can be scary to not understand what everyone is talking about and it can be, especially like when we first got to Mexico, the That's going through covered on podcasts, yeah, yeah. That people, <laughs> people were so people had wound us up so much, we were just terrified. Yeah, we're not really ter- terrified, but on edge. What are these people yeah. doing? But it's like, uh, whereas- but this is this. It's intimidating to well, you just, when that's the thing. Like when someone's got a secret language that you can't understand, that's that's why yeah, fa- that's what Farage is whinging about. Like people's talking foreign on a train, that like having some big issue with it. It's probably a defining moment for his racism, but like you know, they probably weren't talking about you. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> like it's dangerous. It's dangerous it not to speak the language. Like so it much is. of. Our existence is about communicating between each other that if you cannot speak, it's dangerous for you there. Like, you don't know what they're saying, what they're arranging between themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, you put the thing over their heads, I'll shove them in the van, we'll go and, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know, I don't know what you're saying. So, yeah, it's very dangerous to be somewhere and not speak the language, I think. Yeah. Um, well, depending. Can be. It can uh, be, probably. Can be, yeah, maybe. I think it's quite... Um, it's also weirdly narcissistic to think that people on the train are speaking about you. <laughs> yeah. speak- Though I can confirm that if I'm ever speaking foreign on a train, it's because I'm speaking about somebody on the train. Well, <laughs> well, well <laughs> maybe Nigel was right after all. Um, um, so... Another thing about language... Another topic, I would say, is, is translation. And I think we can talk about technology and, and the role in there because, like, it's... I think the boundaries are coming down. Uh, those language barriers are coming down. And I think we're kind of getting closer and closer to just, like, a real-time interpreter thing. And, like, even, like, I think if you went to another country now, you can just literally use, like, Google Translate to kind of... You speak into yeah. it, they speak into it, you speak into it. And, like, even when I was in, you know, Japan in, like, 2012, it was still... The, you had a, like, um, Someone lost their camera and it, like, literally had this form where you had to draw pictures of... <laughs> you know, you had to, like, draw a picture of a camera, like, like just fill in all these boxes to try and communicate what was going on. Um, so just in the last decade even things have come so far just like you can hold your phone up to some 
you know, to another language and it'll just translate it right there. But um, what I do think is interesting is like Douglas Hofstadter's book, which I've mentioned before, the Tombow Marrow, which to the Marrow, which I, I, you know, was quite a significant one in my reading when I was younger, is just all about translating this poem. And it's just about the fact that, and it's sort of about machine translation as well, and just talking about how there is no one-to-one -one, um, conformance between languages. Just forget about that. And so, like, meaning is so, like, especially if it comes to poetry or something, like, how are you going to, like, this book is like, you know, 120 different translations of this poem and, like, a discussion of all the different, like, why it was different in, in all the different, why the different people approached it so differently. You, you can't just translate words and expect, you know... The same meaning. what comes out, the same meaning to come no, out, especially no, no, when no. you start to sort of get idioms involved. <laughs> like if you start to translate but, idioms, like the words of the idioms, like well, you're just going to get nowhere. And in fact, even like when you're in another country, you can learn the language, but then you still, people will just say some random sequence of words that's some expression there that you'll just be like, what, what just happened? Uh, like it takes even longer to get all those. That happens between cities, but yes, it does. <laughs> yes. The, um, there, there was something you made me think of. Oh yeah, if if the uh, if we do this, if we get this instant translation, are there going to be people like there are now? Go, oh no, I, I make mine from scratch. I speak language. It's going to be yes, like a thing where you go, oh no, I don't. I never buy pasta. I always make mine from scratch. Uh, be like, no, I don't. I never use the translator. I like to speak in the native. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. No, but I mean, it's, I think it's like nothing's ever a, a replaced. Like, like the technological solution is never a replacement for the thing that already existed. It'll just like rarefy into some, probably like they'll get Nazis will start using it and like it will go wrong or self language selfies will be invented and like who knows what's going to emerge from that technology that we weren't expecting. That's what we um, need. We need an episode on unintended consequences. Unintended Consequences of Technology, yeah. I think, is a great episode so, title. But it is the basic unit of human interaction, really. Oh, that's what it reminded me. But that's what I was going to talk about. Sign language. I think right. sign language is quite interesting. On the subject of translating poems, because sign language, when you look at it, when you don't understand it, it seems to be all about conveying meaning and so it's like uh, it's sort of inact. It, they, they, a, a sign language translator sort of acts out the the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just guns along. Did you see that um, woman that was signed for Stormzy? She was doing grime for sure at the right. old, um, and she was like, <laughs> she's really going for it. It's quite cool <laughs> to watch. What I hadn't understood until I did a project with. Um, with uh, somebody who was deaf and who had interpreters, I never understood that sign language is also a natural language, like all the other languages we learn, so that there are right. complete differences. Just because you you uh, act out words physically, they're no less different in form than German and Croatian. Mm. So I hadn't realised that. So there'll be, like, pockets of people who are deaf creating language to talk to each other. Um, that's how they all evolve. Yeah, so I mean, I guess they are symbols. Like you're, like each kind of like yeah. thing you're doing is a symbol, and then you're kind of sequencing those symbols together. There's no reason to think that two different people would come up with the same symbol for no. the same thing. No, exactly. Especially but... when it's like art of abstract concepts. 
Um, you know, um, like the top. I, I read this thing about like the top 100 words in the English language. Like a lot of them aren't figurative. They're not representational of something in the real world. Like a lot of our words are. I think, I feel, like, like uh, money, like abstract concepts that there isn't, like, a pictogram that you could draw for it, which I always found, like, it sort of gives you a window into what humans are really like. We are a lot more abstract than... I think if a dog had a language, it would just be, like, food bowl... It would be like cat. ...rabbit. <laughs> yeah, like, it wouldn't, there wouldn't be much to it, whereas we've got to have... We've got to represent all these abstract concepts... Um, I would I would be curious to know what the dog's top hundred concepts are. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how they translate? Uh, oh, I don't know, like a dead language. You just it's just lost, isn't it? Like a obsolete data storage format. If you kind of lose the you lose the key, then. I just don't know yeah, what the words mean. So, like the Rosetta Stone is just like, I don't know. Mysterious. It's very There's only so much statistical analysis you can do on that smaller sample of data. In our world where we need everyone to love each other and be kind to each other, um, where there are so many languages that... Yeah, how much of a problem is that lack of a common language? Is that, is, is that as I perhaps suggested in the previous episode, is that the... The biggest problem is that is that the thing that's dividing us more than anything else. Can you think of anything that's dividing us more than not speaking the same language? No? I think no. Past, past. As soon as you get past that person doesn't look like me. I think the next thing is I I can't communicate with them. You can communicate a lot with a person without being able to speak their language, though. You really can't. Like in, certainly in terms of intent, in terms of. Um, you know, general disposition towards a person. Uh, I've I've literally been on a an, on a island off China, Hainan Island. That's what it was called. There's an indigenous people who live there, and everyone travelling around China. There are lots of different dialects and languages, and they don't all necessarily understand each other. But they can each they can all read the script. So what they do is, yeah. like, if they can't talk to you, like, oh, they'll just get a piece of paper. Or in, in this case, I was talking to this woman who was selling something on the beach. So she just made the sand flat and started drawing Chinese yeah. symbols. And I was like, mate, that's not helping me <laughs> at all. Um, so I showed her my my phrase book and then she called a friend over and they had a little laugh. And they were like, look, her letters are completely different. Right? You could tell what they were talking about. But in this instance, I mean, it was a positive interaction anyway because I... I was trying to buy some sort of blousy thing off her. Some, and uh, so, but we had to agree because obviously I'm not shaped like a Chinese woman. Mm. So therefore they were going to have to make me one because she kind of looked at me and went, like, you are enormous. No way. <laughs> and um, so we, uh, so she's like, and then we were discussing, we, we had a whole conversation about colour and I went, what about this colour? You know, I was pointing at things and then she pointed to my face and kind of went, mm, no, it doesn't suit you. Like we had, mm. we had quite a, okay, not in-depth philosophical or political conversation, but we were able to mm. talk to each other without being able to speak the same words. So I think, I think well, it's about trade intent. is Yeah, but also trade is the first place that this becomes a, 
a, a bottleneck, isn't it? And so I think there's there'll be like a lot of more goodwill, positive. There's a po- there's positive, a yeah, a lot more effort made on both sides, I suppose. Absolutely, like, yeah. oh right, I want to kind of like trade something with this person. I'm going to like make an effort and yeah, like come yeah. up with I suppose something. there is that. But it is intent. It's like, you know, a, a border guard can communicate a lot without speaking at all to make you feel mm. pretty awful. Um, so I don't, I don't think language is our biggest barrier. I think language, it's, it's oh. about intent. It's about... Yeah, it's well, about... I, I, I also think that, like, just because like, someone speaks English doesn't mean I'm going to be able to commu- communicate with them either. Like, sometimes no. it's like, I got, I don't, I've got nothing to say to you because you're... Because no. it's not the words, it's the mindset, it's the yeah, values, it it's the sort of, like, it's their, gra- you know, the gravity, like, where are they starting from? Is it just too far away from... Yeah. I kind of... That's why I... I don't know, like, oh, I'm so special. Um, I find the, the prospect of socialising with new people quite quite tiring because I feel like I've always got so much to... Like, people will think that I mean something. I'll be like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, it'll be because we've had conversations on this. We, we have our ways of looking at the world that I don't think are very universal. And sometimes people will just jump to a different conclusion and I won't feel understood. And I'll just feel like I've got a lot of like legwork to lay down before we're going to have a common base of understanding. So, um, you know, it's just like on Friday, I, I, you know, went to the pub with a couple of people and like I've done that for ages. But there's people I don't know that well yet. And um, yeah, there is a lot of... uh, just like kind of crossing not you know they sort of think you mean one thing and I try and say well actually it's more like this and then it's like oh and then they'll kind of sort of over you know kind of jump to some other conclusion and I'll just I'll just find that quite exhausting <laughs> like if you don't sort of like buy into the the generally recognized narrative mindset frame of reference then it does become a lot harder to be social if you actually care about I don't know it depends what you're trying to do like I I, I like I value I'm not that into sort of casual uh, friendships. I kind of like someone that I can really talk to about stuff in a bit more detail. I'm thinking about the uh, my version of this or how I experience what you're talking about. And I think, Mm. you know, I was going to say, you know, what you said about uh, not everyone thinks the same way. I'm constantly shocked by how many people are utterly oblivious to the climate catastrophe <laughs> they're like you know like just not either oblivious or just think well you know they'll sort it it'll be sorted out it'll be fine and uh mm. so so uh, but but it the, the surprise comes at me from lots of different angles mm. so you get that um because you know croatia is a developing country really mm. in many ways and so everyone's wants to go shopping it's yeah. not a so therefore, but it is. You know, they're like, oh, I bet, I bet in England when you have sales, they're really good. And I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. And then I've got a moment where I go, do I take this as an opportunity to say, actually, I try and avoid buying new things? Yeah. Or do I take this or I just go, oh, well, and then, you know, maintain the friendship with the hope that three, four, five conversations down the road, I'll be able to go. But actually, mm. I try not to buy anything because um, it's kind of a because in in England I have not well in Brighton. Let's be very let's be geographically specific. Yeah. Yeah. I went into this uh, shop where I used to enjoy a boutique where I used to enjoy buying things, and I I popped in one day and they've got a pre-loved rail. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can buy myself something. So I bought myself this nice thing. Then I went back, I don't know, three months later, and I was like, well, what's happened to your pre-loved rail? 
And she went, oh, yeah, it didn't really pan out. So, But there's a sale rail. And I said, yeah, but it's not about money. It's about not buying mm. new things. And she went, yeah, I know. I was like, well, you know, so do something about it. You know, you still want my trade. So it's kind of a... But that's not somebody I'm trying to be friends with, so... Like well, the, here's the thing. It's like, there is like, what's your agenda? And I, I mean, we're kind of like a little bit off topic, but it's something that was on, that kind of was keeping me up a bit on Friday night was like talking to this person who was like coming out with some slightly Jordan Peterson stuff here and there. But it was like someone that seems to want to be my friend. And like, like we've certainly got a lot more in common than I think that, than I know he's a, like a musician, but I, I will just go in first you know with the well i don't agree with that but then i was just like what well, what am i hoping to achieve here by going and he's like oh why are you trying to make me feel guilty or this oh now i'm going to think about that and then oh you can have a not understanding like what the point of feminism is not understanding that if you know if, that you can't say something's a meritocracy really without understanding that that doesn't really exist if you um because like your circumstances are such a and there's all these things that we kind of know but they're they're sort of like counterintuitive some of them and there's just things you have to have come across so it's like how much like if I'm gonna have a relationship with this person I kind of need them to at least be aware of some of these things so yeah. I'm sort of hoping just by mentioning these things that they'll be interested in the idea of learning more about or just knowing oh right okay that's a thing that I could find out more about but then coming up against this like massive defensiveness and like oh it's, you know um oh you're gonna have a go at me for being a man now like well, no why would I <laughs> Why would I do that? Like, what's that got to do with anything? Like, just it's, it's a long way to go to sort of like get to the advanced interpersonal understanding. And then I'm just thinking, I mean, maybe I'm just spoiled because I get to kind of have these conversations with you every week. And like I do, I, you know, my relationships that I do have are with people that, you know, I've kind of gone over all that now and I don't have to go over all that again. But, so, but I think there's two, I think we've spoken before about the fact that you can't really let it lie. But but kind of yes, but we have you, about you know that. And you kind yeah, of fine. you sort of have to but I think you have to find a way of like with my um, in, the, in this conversation around shopping and sales I think my lack of enthusiasm for the conversation said something and mm. generally then I throw into conversation where they go oh, you know we, oh, you know that to just say something I go oh yeah we've parked our van over there because we haven't actually had to start it now for a month because. I just go into the shops on my bike and then I'll throw in, oh, I'm on the front line of environmental activism. Ha, 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 you know, <laughs> what, do you know what I mean? And I get them. Um, so I try, I, you know, but I think it's, it is really hard because you, sometimes... You can't just let it lie because no. it's never going to happen. But it's, it's exhausting. But it's, it's just about getting on the same page so that you can communicate yeah. so that everything you say isn't, like, misinterpreted and then they go off, especially if it's someone ranty that will start explaining something to you that's just, like... It's like, yeah, I, like they're just talking for five minutes and then you're like, yeah, no, that's not, that wasn't my point. <laughs> like we've just did, wasted that yeah. five minutes, you know? I wonder sometimes, though, if that's a, is a, if it's more difficult for two men talking versus two women talking. Is it harder? Well, because there's this, like, who you know, bull horns thing, you know, is there a bit of that? But especially oh, yeah, in the beginning. I think so. And I think and I think it's like, you know, I'm not going to swallow a... I find it hard to swallow a misunderstanding. I find it hard to just say, oh, yeah, yeah. Even though, like, if someone didn't understand at all. But then what, what, what I was surprised, you know, it takes a lot of energy to try and lay that groundwork down. And it wouldn't... I wouldn't... I, I just felt like, oh, I've actually got time to have a proper conversation. Like, I've got no... I, I'm not 
got someone waiting for me to deliver some work. I've not got, I'm not technically at work. I can just like stand up and have a chit chat in the afternoon. So I'm going to use this time. I'm going to give this person my attention for like as long as it takes to kind of get these ideas across. And um, I'm sure, it, I'm, I think it's, you know, he just sent me another thing this morning. Like, I think, I don't think I like alienated him by any stretch of the imagination, but no. like it took an awful lot of energy to just kind of like get to, like to just chip away at like having a sort of common groundwork to work on where like I didn't have to just kind of someone being, someone kind of going, oh, this person, this woman was like, gave me a hard time for not putting a there were not being any women on the bill oh it's just a matriarchy it's like um uh <laughs> is that what you seen yeah have you seen the world <laughs> have you seen yeah. the world mate like do you even know what <laughs> yeah well i had a, so, yeah, yeah. I, had the, I had a slightly different i need to look this up actually because um i was i've been letting my daughter watch some croatian telly because you know, it helps uh, with the whole mm. language thing. And I was like, um, and it's not often, I really do love being able to put her in front of CBeebies for a bit because there's no ads mm. and I don't have to worry yeah. about what she's having sold at her. And I was sitting in front of this telly with her and this, the most sexist ad that I have seen for a very, like, jaw-droppingly sexist ad came mm. on. And I was like, what the actual what is this anyway i was round at my um uh, i i am going to write an angry letter but it was like i was but talking what, to my you're going to tell us what this ad actually well basically had in they it, were or? selling a ride on lawnmower right? right and the woman there was a woman dressed up to the nines riding this mm. thing waving mm. to her neighbor who is a sort of elegantly dressed middle-aged man whose maid was kneeling on the floor, looking up to him and saying, boss, can I have one of those, please? Wow. <laughs> I was like, hello? Fuck off, you cannot broadcast this in 2019. <laughs> but this is, this is a thing like, um, like it, there's language, but then there's like the... Um the signal to noise of communicating between languages and but also like values of a culture of a society of like here are our standards like gender is a you know as gender is a continuous thing that's that's what you have to be aware of now if you're going to have a grown up conversation like there's all these things that as soon as that can that immediately get lost in translation i think that's going to be the next hurdle isn't it we're going to we're going to be able to understand each other's words but we're going to end up like locking horns on, but this on is these like, values. But this is a parody of of real. Like it's it's just it's not a parody. It was a I don't know what it was. Their idea of humour. I don't know. It was like Benny Hill. It was that era of humour. But but my, then I sat down with my late father's best friend who lives in the village, which is how we're here in the first place. And I told him about it, and he said. And then he launched into this big not launched, launched in a very, in a way that, an, a, a, you know, an old man who's read lots of history books does, sort of into a mm. story of how Croats are essentially matriarchal and the myth of Croatian societal development is based around a, a female figure, not mm. a, ma a male figure. And 
the uh, so which was quite I need that's why I said I need to look it all up but I that's not the word direction I expected the conversation to go in I was yeah. just I was more expecting somebody to go yes we must write to RTL immediately <laughs> he was like he was like well funny you should say all that because it's just for show really the Croats are matriarchs which is definitely mm. true at a at a family level but not at a country level it's like, and there's only so far the, oh, they've got a good heart, really. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like how get much that you off can the, forgive. And for it like, to be sorry. on essentially this, the equivalent to the iPlayer kids. on a kid's mm. channel. Mm. And I pressed children's cartoons. You know what I mean? It's like, why does she need to see this ever? And certainly not when she's four. So language is just one of the hurdles that we're going to have to deal with. Like once we do have like this machine translation is just sort of available, I think we're going to clash in terms of values and cultural differences. I think we're going to realise that, you know, I think we're going to lose some of the romanticism, the romance with which we see other countries a little bit as well, uh, when we're all kind of like if we are able to communicate more directly with more people we're going to be like oh you're oof, that's, you're not very nice <laughs> say that like uh, just how i don't know just hearing about how like apparently japan would rather kind of create robots than allow immigration you know there's those sorts of like real like harsh cultural differences that i think japan's like really ultra anti-immigration and it's just not the first thing you'd think of is it like you'd you'd sort of think about the exciting things but like we're gonna i think we're gonna come to blows more on the cultural stuff once we've got this this problem of not being able to just understand each other's words so we've got that to look forward to to. lot to do a lot of work to do do. in the meantime a lot of people to woke to wake (sighs) to woke to get woke in the meantime, we want we need to work on that one and a half degrees business, and then uh, yeah, that's quite important. That's quite important, and then well, the rest of it. But you know, these things aren't going to solve themselves. I saw something today. You know, there's been this article out today of how really tr- the the amazing impact trees will have on on climate, and. Uh, I go on to those comments of something, and immediately someone goes, "Yes, but the German science says it's not going to be enough." Nobody's saying that it mm. is enough. <laughs> so I sort of did a, oh, well, I'd like to think that people are beginning to realise that there is not one solution to the complex mm. problem. Um, but, yeah, it's like this is all part of life's rich tapestry that I hope yes. we get to continue to weave. Yes. Well, may, or maybe we won't have to deal with it because we'll run the clock out and oh, it'll just be uh, six billionaires Look. and their uh, chip-implanted... Protectors. Uh, ...languageless robot servants. Who knows? It's just going to be, uh, I don't know, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk and Siri. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com where you can subscribe. There is a button which is orange. Where can people find you, Ivanka? You can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Where uh, you can find me at michaelforestmusic.com and so on, other places, YouTube. 
Um, and yeah, what else can people do? People, it would be really, really kind of you if you would write us some ratings and reviews. It would also be very kind of you if you told your friends. And what's mm. the ultimate act of kindness to me and Michael is to go to patreon.com forward slash grand podcast and perhaps consider making a small donation. I shall be mm. using my donations to make solar panels on my roof. I'll pay somebody to put solar panels on my room. So there's quite a way to go, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, first we've got some infrastructure costs, and then, yeah, like, let's buy us some solar panels. Come yeah, on. Buy me some solar buy panels. Me, Look, I want to help freedom. save the world. Keep my freedom going so I don't have to go back and support the growth industry. Growth. All the, the growth economies. The growth wanna, industry. Growth industries. Um, is that yeah? Like, uh, there's a PayPal link as well. If you just, if you need, if you like, like, if you're like one of the billionaires who wants to like yeah, distribute yeah, some it. of the wealth, just you know, yeah. go for PayPal and like go for it. Big check. If you don't believe we would put that to good use, then well, I don't know what, what I can say because I think we've shown that you know we've got lots of ideas. There's just, uh, you know, not enough time, not enough space. I've got a bit more time and space. I just need more allies. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, 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 bye. bye. bye.